Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Breaking news on a Monday night here on Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. Ticket prices on Ticketmaster for the game on Sunday are up 7% on Monday. They anticipate they'll be higher by Friday, Johnny Mac. Ah, All is good. Everybody's in, in the it. City. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of wild mood swings when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles in this town. So that was a big-time performance. So the, the swing is up. You know, we got a franchise quarterback. We got a playoff team. Here we are. Honestly, the Eagles are going to be in the playoff hunt. I know people don't want to talk about that, but the schedule, the remainder of the season is what it is. We talked about it dating back to the spring. Um, The easy part is here. So as winter begins elsewhere, I can tell you it was snowing in Chicago today. The weather's getting better in Philadelphia. Not Johnny, literally, but figuratively. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Johnny Mac, I was listening intently to your conversation last night on the live post-game show with Gunner and Mark Farzetta uh, and Devin Caney. And it appears to me that there's been a change with this team, I think you referred to it multiple times last night or a few times in your conversation. Uh, this team's playing harder with aggression, more physical, and it's something that was not there perhaps three weeks ago, but it is now synonymous with the way this team's approaching a football game. Yeah, I, I do think uh, there's been a uh, – in fact, I know there has been a, a tremendous effort. I know Nick Sirianni wasn't happy with how his team was being portrayed when it came to the style of their play. I don't want to call it soft, but, um, you know, uh, more of mm, – more more style than substance to be kind more about um uh, you know the rpos that we talked about more about fooling the opposition than just lining up and just you know imposing your will from a physical perspective i don't think he was happy about how that was being portrayed and he made a real effort to to get this team to to winning but and he mentioned it last uh, last night after the game in his press conference, he said, look, this game is still about, because we know about all the rule changes over the years. We know they're trying to take the physicality out of this game as much as they can. But at the end of the day, if you're going to play football, the most physical team is going to win more often than not. 
And that's his belief. And he's made a real effort to, to remake this team into sort of a, a, a tough minded group with guys who are going to punch in the mouth uh, for a lack of a better term. And I think there's a couple guys that really um, have stood out from that perspective. And that's TJ Edwards on the defensive side of the ball, who we mentioned specifically and Jordan Howard on the offensive side of the ball. But even more than Jordan Howard, I think it's about also playing up to the strengths of the offensive line and particularly the young offensive linemen. Because we know Lane Johnson can play. We know Jason Kelsey can play. And to a certain degree, even though he's young himself, we know what the Eagles have in Jordan Mailata by this point. With Landon Dickerson and Jack Driscoll, they're young players – a lot of upside specifically with Dickerson, but they're going to make some mistakes. And when you, you take a look at Landon Dickerson, right now he's a better run blocker than pass blocker. If you look at Jack Driscoll, second-year player, right now he's a better run blocker than pass blocker. So take advantage of what they do well. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We're live here on a Monday night. It's John McMullen's full recap of the Eagles-Broncos, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Go to statesidevodka.com, use the keyword Jacob, get 15% off of the Stateside Vodka soda. John, let's start with Jalen Hurts. And his performance, your critics will say uh, that <laughs> I you, <have> critics. <laughs> your critics will say um, that you've been too harsh uh, on Jalen Hurts in terms of your evaluation of what he's done uh, so far. Um, your convo with Jalen is professional and cordial. Derek Gunn. Mentioned to you last night your Q&A with uh, or question with Jalen um, during the press conference last night. What do you make of his performance last night, Johnny Mack? He, he did play a really, really solid football game last night. Yeah, certainly did. I mean, that was, you know, from the first half perspective, certainly the, the first 30 minutes, that's the best Jalen Hurts has ever played uh, on the professional level. I don't, I don't think it was even close. And that's why it was, uh, you know, he and I get along great. So uh, that might, uh, <laughs> that might surprise some people, but you know, Jalen Hurts, it's interesting. I've said this from the start, with this particular player, you, you wouldn't know if you didn't listen to the context of the questions or you didn't watch the game and you just got parachuted in the middle of a, uh, of a Jalen Hurts press conference, you wouldn't know if the Eagles won by 17 points or lost by 17 points. It's the same guy when they got blown out as he was yesterday. And that's a testament to him. So while everybody's blowing smoke up his you-know-what, saying you're great, you're great, you're great, and by the way, the next time he has a poor game, and he will have a poor game because everybody has a poor game from Tom Brady on down, next time that happens, they'll be jumping off the ship again. So if people want to criticize me for criticizing Jalen Hurts, 
No, the fairness is there. The objectivity is there. I'm the one who asked the question. Your first 30 minutes, by far the best he's ever played at the professional level. That by, you know, that's that's a compliment. He was tremendous. Now, the second 30 minutes, he completed one pass. So, you know, it didn't matter. Nobody, you know, Nobody's paying attention because the Eagles won the game. Darius Slay uh, makes the big play. You have the blocked field goal. You had a little complimentary football, um, and that's what you're supposed to have. And you get to the finish line. Um, but that's the beauty of Jalen Hurts. He, he's just he's the same after the win as after the loss, and he's just trying to get better and get better and get better, and he's playing better. And he's playing better because, look, the Eagles' sentiment was we have to take advantage of this kid's abilities <clears throat> by playing this RPO-heavy offense. That wasn't my sentiment. That was the Eagles' sentiment. He's played better now that they've shifted to this more traditional run-heavy offense, which has given him an opportunity to get comfortable, not have a high volume of throws, and be able to use that off-schedule offense when he needs it. He's become a better quarterback. He's getting better and better and better. Um, and hopefully that continues um, as, as down the stretch of this particular season. But I will say people criticizing Howie Roseman for looking at Kenny Pickett on Thursday night. I mean, you don't understand the guy's job description if you're criticizing him. Doesn't matter who you have at quarterback. It's your job to do diligence. Do due diligence on every potential first-round draft choice. That's his job. That's not an insult to Jalen Hurts. Johnny Mack, with Jalen and this offense making this, this shift or this adjustment, which, by the way, may create another, <clears throat> I don't want to say problem because that's the wrong word, but now all of a sudden – if Miles Sanders is ready to come back, uh, you know, big play, you know, big play running back, ready to get and, and Jordan Howard's banging away all of a sudden now, uh, I guess Nick Sirianni is going to either have to make a decision or or or, or figure out how he's going to utilize both talents um, in this in this offense. But do you now see a path forward um, with enough consistency? And I'm not talking about the opponent just enough consistency and growth um, with Jalen being on this curve and this projection moving forward now that Nick has adjusted the game plan a little bit that perhaps is allowing or, or providing this opportunity for Jalen to do a little bit more, to be a little bit different. Well, he, yeah, I mean, it depends how you look at it. He's probably doing, uh, not probably, definitely doing less because uh, the running game is a big part of the offense, whereas before, when they were struggling, the running game wasn't a big part of the offense. So, you know, when you have a quarterback, a young quarterback, throwing the football 35, 40 times, um there's going to be some inconsistencies in there. 
The old cliche remains true. Uh, a good running game is the best friend of any quarterback, and you're seeing that in real time. You know, the Miles Sanders part is interesting because Miles is on notice. Look, Miles is going to play. Miles is the most talented running back on this team by far. But, you know, let's be honest. Um, takes a lot of chances. Takes a lot of negative plays. And this is an offense that cannot play behind the sticks consistently. They need to be on schedule from the standpoint of, you know, first down, positive yardage, second down, positive yardage, third and short, you can open up the whole playbook and use Jalen Hurts' running ability and his passing ability, and that makes it really difficult on the opposing defense. On the other hand, if you're losing two yards on first down, you're behind the sticks. All of a sudden, then you got to start throwing the football from the pocket. You're throwing the 35, 40 times. That's what happened early in the season. Miles Sanders is on notice. I've been talking about this for, for years now. If, if the play is blocked for four yards, go get me four yards. I don't need the home run every time. It's great. It's great occasionally, but when you're always looking for it, that's where you get those negative plays. And that's one thing you don't see with Jordan Howard. Straight ahead, there's no negative plays. Now, he's also not going to break one for 80 yards like Miles Sanders can. So it's kind of a give and take there. You want the best of both worlds, and that would be Miles Sanders finally learning, look, just what I said, that the home runs will come. You don't have to go searching for them. Think of it as a home run hitter in baseball. Generally, when you square up the ball, it's somewhere in near the strike zone. If you go fishing for the home run, that's where you get all the strikeouts. And Moss does too much fishing. Uh, he's got to stop that. And if he learns, if he sat back in these three games and said, wow, this offense is really effective, just taking those three, four yards when they're there. If he learns from that and starts to become that kind of back, it's sort of the both the, the best of both worlds. But short term, unfortunately, I think uh, Boston Scott is going to be the odd man out. Um It'll be Miles Sanders as the running back one, so to speak. Jordan Howard will be the between-the-tackles guy. And Kenny Gainwell will continue to be the third-down hurry-up back. Now, people misunderstood this on the post-game show. Boston's going to be on this team. He's just not going to play that much. Um, Jordan Howard has earned his right to be a big part of this offense. And by the way, so is Boston Scott, but you got to make difficult decisions. Johnny Mack, how perfect was that Jalen Hurts? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. To Quez Watkins pass that Quez is still mad at himself for not catching that football. Uh, best, best throw certainly of the game, and it wasn't even complete. Um, yeah, I, obviously, and that's another great thing about Jalen Hurts because you know the natural leadership skills that we always talk about, and and. Um, one of those things that you don't concern yourself with when it comes to Jalen Hurts is his ability to lead a team. And, you know, he wasn't going to throw Quez Watkins under the bus, and, and he didn't. And and he just shows this tremendous leadership. And, you know, he he pointed out, as he often does, yeah, okay, he made a mistake. I've made mistakes. Then he goes into the missed throws that he's made. And, you know, your teammates notice that. When you're the on-field leader, you know, you're you're taking everything on your shoulders, saying, okay, go back. And you saw it on the field. I mean, Quez was really upset about himself, and Jalen <clears throat> was sort of urging him, you know, forget about it, just – get back in the game. We need you. Um, and that's always has been a strength of Jalen Hurts, the fact that he's a natural leader. When he was the backup quarterback, people were talking about him, and people were gravitating towards him. So that is part of the equation that was never in doubt. Lighthearted moment last night uh, in the Jalen Hurts press conference was – um, the conversation about with Mr. Lori, with Jeff Lori about the uniform pants. <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. You how know. does that work? Does Jalen, you know, call Jeff and say, Hey, Mr. Lori, I want to, I want to do this. Or how does that work? Cause he took full credit for it. He took full credit yeah, for it on I, the podium last night. You know, Jalen, that to me is, I, I, I'll never understand it. I'm the old guy in this category. I don't care who wears what. We, you know, the Broncos had their color rush jerseys on. That. It, I, I, it's a big thing to the younger generation. He, he wanted to wear the black pants. And he asked Jeffrey Lloyd, the NFL is sort of um, 
loosened up at least some of the uniform rules so you can have these different combinations. And they wore black pants. Who, who, who cares, Grousey? Do you care? I'm I don't care. I just thought it was a lighthearted moment. <laughs> no, it was him, lighthearted. Him, but him communicating it, with no, the owner. I, I, I didn't mean it that way. I meant, you know, people get really excited about what the uniform. Um, if they would have wore green John, pants, you know what that's called? What's that? That's called the sizzle, my friend. No, There's sizzle. the steak and the sizzle. Now, the best restaurant, the best restaurant. Let me ask you this. If, if, if they wore green pants and they won by 17 points, would people be just as happy? Well, the, the people would be happy, but Jalen <laughs> wouldn't have the ability to boast that he convinced the owner to do it. And that's what I was intrigued. That's what I found uh, intriguing. Anyway, um, we move, we move on before I talk defense with you and get your thoughts on that. I did want to ask you about uh, Devonte Smith. I can't get out of the offensive conversation uh, without you commenting on uh, Devonte Smith. Um, great catch uh, two touchdowns yesterday. Uh, the 50, 50 ball, um, was 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 just a great play by Devonte Smith. The other touchdown, he left Fuller um, in you know in the dust in his rearview mirror by five yards at least. Um, but comment on Devonte, what you saw from him yesterday? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. Uh, obviously, the fifty-fifty ball, and by the way, he did all this with uh, you know he's his elbow is banged up. Um, Had that brace on it too, right? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, and he was playing through that. And, you know, because of his slight frame, I think, um, you know, people look at Devontae and say he's not a physical player, but he's really – he's the most physical wide receiver the Eagles have. And considering some of the receivers they have, um, he shouldn't be, but he is. Uh, he's their best run blocker at the wide receiver position, which is kind of amazing. Um, yeah, it's just a great player and he's only going to get better, um, as he, as he continues to learn the game, obviously he's still a rookie, but even with the, the 50, 50 ball, the most impressive thing to me about Devonte Smith is the route running. And it has been from day one. And you see some of the, the other receptions in the middle of the field, the separation this kid gets, I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that separates, um, pun intended, the really, really great receivers. There's a lot. I mean, there are just great athletes all over the place, the NFL, when it comes to wide receivers. They can all run. They can all jump. In a, in a, in a sport full of athletes – the receivers are probably the best athletes of them all. And they can all do that kind of stuff. What sets apart the really, really great ones is the technique of the route running and the ability to get separation from the other side of the coin. The best athletes on the field are the cornerbacks. They can all run. They're all tremendously athletic. So to be able to, create that kind of separation on a consistent basis hasn't been seen in Philadelphia for, you know, a long time, probably 
Deshaun Jackson in his prime was that type of guy who could create that kind of separation. But he wasn't nearly as well-rounded as a receiver as Devontae Smith is, more of a deep threat. Um, Devontae can do everything. Busy day here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And, of course, we thank everybody for uh, tuning in uh, to uh, the Jacob Media YouTube channel and from every and from everybody watching the live postgame show uh, last night as well. Thank you very much as we continue uh, to roll through this football season. And we're now uh, on the road to the playoffs. We'll cover it wall to wall here on the Jacob uh, no, Media. I'm not saying YouTube they're making channel. the playoffs, but they're going to be in the conversation. They're in the conversation. I am going to say that. And by the way, Krause, remember who picked the Eagles to win in Denver? Because there weren't many of us. Johnny Mack, you can, you can go back into last week's football 24-7, Birds 365, an appearance here uh, in Sports Illustrated, perhaps even on the Eagles report in Philly Mag. And you'll find you hanging a win, hanging a W uh, for the Eagles on this game Um you know, in Denver. Now, of course, that sets it up. Uh, New Orleans and then hmm, the Jets, Giants, and the back part of the schedule. Do I, do I smell double-digit wins? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go that far because there's still a lot of young players. And you saw it in Denver. One of the reasons why I thought Denver, uh, the main reason was they were so banged up. They didn't have um, – Either their starting offensive tackles, they didn't have their really three linebackers, uh, and they they lost another one in game, uh, so they were so banged up. But they played so well the week before against Dallas, and it was all these young kids, you know. And that's the thing about the NFL with young players you you start to hear what I was talking about. You start to hear, and this is. Again, going back to Jalen Hurts in a testament of his mentality. He doesn't listen to it. Not everybody has that ability. So everybody's praising you. Everybody's patting you on the back. Everybody's telling you how great you are when you dominate the Dallas Cowboys. You come back the next week. You know the bye is coming up after that game, and you lay an egg. It's the oldest story in the book with young players in the NFL. How about the defense, Johnny Mack? The defense for uh, our Eagles played well, uh, played very well uh, uh, yesterday. What are some of your thoughts about uh, Jonathan Gannon's defense yesterday? Yeah, I, I mean, Jonathan, and this is going to anger, but I'm angering a lot of people today. Jonathan is a very smart defensive mind. He knows what I just told you. He knows they're playing two backup tackles. And I say it all the time. You can't block people in this league. You can't you can't win. You can't play consistent offensive football. So people jumping to the conclusion that the Eagles defense was good because they got more aggressive. No, they got more aggressive because they knew what was going on on the other side of the football. If you get that kind of aggression against Patrick Mahomes, 
Tom Brady. It's probably not working out the same way. That's why you have to go about things differently each week. But what fans should be buoyed about is Jonathan Gannon. And that's, by the way, one of the reasons I picked the Eagles, because I knew Jonathan Gannon knew what I knew. He knew what was going on. And he took advantage of it. And that's that's good coaching. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John uh, McMullen, um, who had a long flight and a long travel day today uh, to make his way back to uh, the Delaware Valley. So long, I imagine you didn't connect with head coach uh, Nick Sirianni today, John, but you'll get an opportunity, uh, not tomorrow. The coordinators will talk tomorrow but you'll get an opportunity when the team goes back to work uh, on Wednesday. Um, we'll leave that conversation um, for another time, but there's a lot of buzz already. Uh, you know, a win against the Saints on Sunday, their first win at home in the 2021 season. The back part of that schedule, the way it looks right now, hmm, uh, Although the Washington football team surprised everybody, including Tom Brady <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, it's a crazy league. I mean, yeah, that and that's why, you know, you can't rest on your laurels. You can't just assume, okay, we figured it out. And then, you know, again, credit to Nick Sirianni because I asked him that identity question. And, you know, he said, no, it doesn't mean we figured anything out because he knows this is a week to week league. And one week you can look like you're gangbusters and the next week, um, not so much. And, you know, the consistency is the hard part in this particular game. And I know Nick started in his post game speech. Really? He knows he's got to win a home game. They got to win a home game by hook or by crook. They got to get, they got to get off the schneid there. Um, and they have an opportunity against New Orleans, who's coming in with Trevor Simeon as the starting quarterback. Remember, this isn't the old Saints. This isn't the Drew Brees Saints. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have Taysom Hill, so they have that sort of knuckleball they can throw at you as well. It's a good team, not a great team. Um Eagles have an opportunity, but they got to get that monkey off their back. They got to get that first win at home. All right. Great stuff from John McMullen doing great work in Denver, doing great work on the live post game show. You'll read about it on Sports Illustrated. You'll read about it on the Eagles report uh, on Philly Mag. By the way, uh, any of our viewers, if you have not gone to Philly Mag and checked out John McMullen's Eagles report, you're missing. If you haven't gone there on Fridays and checked out Damo's uh, lead into the game, you're missing some great stuff, Johnny Mac. You're building some terrific stuff with the Eagles report on Philly Mag. Yeah, and, you know, getting Damo to do that, which he did for years, obviously, in the Philadelphia Inquirer, and getting the guy who's the Hall of Fame selector for Philadelphia doesn't get any bigger than that. So that was a big get, as they say, in, the, in, the, in this game.
All right, good stuff. We'll end it right there with NFL insider John McMullen. We thank everybody, of course, for uh, tuning in tonight. Don't forget to like, share, and continue uh, to subscribe or request others uh, to subscribe to the Jacob Media Network. On behalf of uh, John McMullen, on behalf of Xander Krause, I'm Joe Krause, and all of our viewers, see you next time, everybody.